Welcome to Onesies, a podcast of one season wonders and blunders. My name's Andrew. My name's Emily. And we are on our last episode of Joe's Life, the 1993 Peter Honorati, Mary Page Keller, ABC sitcom, um, possibly from the producers of Full House. I don't think we ever did that much research. No, we didn't. <clears throat> but we could have, but we didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're on the last episode. You'll be sorry. Y-U-L-E. It's a Christmas episode, though it's unclear when Christmas occurs. Yeah. Um, Christmas is just the backdrop. Yes. There's some subplots, uh, some bad subplots around it. And, um, it just, it lays the foundation for the main plot, I guess, kind of. Sort of. Maybe. They could have been having brunch every Sunday. We don't know. That's true. Um, but yeah. So we're just gonna we're gonna get going with it and then we'll be announcing <clears throat> and then we'll be announcing next season's show, which I know and Emily doesn't. I don't. I'm very excited. So she gets she knows what it's not. Hmm. I was I hoping you would go back and pick it anyway. I think it's there's <laughs> nobody problematic or convicted of a crime or on trial for a crime. I don't think in the cast of the show, but good. Hey, <laughs> a week's a long time. Yeah. So let's talk. You'll be sorry. Yeah. Do you have it? three things? Let's talk about Mad Sandy. Okay. Let's talk about big gene energy and um <laughs> sorry. Um um a, a pretty guy named Bob. Okay. Um let's see here. Oh, Frank the pig for sure. Oh god. Um, bastard. You're um, already doing mad Sandy. Um <laughs> No, cheese logs and an inhaler is not good enough. Um, mm-hmm. Polly, farewell to Polly. We can talk mm-hmm. about and, and the kids in general. It's an interesting episode for the kids. Um, and I don't know, arm squeezing. I don't know. Or okay. no, actually, marrying young. We'll, okay, marrying young will be the last one. Okay, great. So yeah. we we start the episode in the kitchen. Joe is wearing a very tight T-shirt, helping um, Gene write a letter to Santa about what a good little boy he's been. And we find uh, Sandy comes in very quickly, bursts through the door, angry. Livid. Livid. Because the pictures that got developed, any anybody less than... 40 years old, probably doesn't remember <laughs> a time when you had to have film in your cameras and go not to sound like that person. I don't want to sound like that person, but um, uh, the pictures she got back from the photo place uh, were of the wrong family. They were going to use those photos for their Christmas cards. And she is pissed off that she does not have her family photos. So um, that interrupts uh, Scott and, Joe, and then they go back to their business after the angry woman blazes through of writing the Christmas card letter. Now, this my first two points straight off. So Mad Sandy, put a pin in that. She's going to be 
a fucking bitch throughout the whole goddamn episode. episode. It's, it's like wild. It's wild. Wild character development. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but we're gonna go right into Big Gene energy, where Joe is like, "Oh, we're telling. Remember, we're telling Santa what a good little boy you were." Did you want to tell him about the time that you took Amy's bra in for show and tell? And I was like, "Ugh, we were joking about he's a, how he's a little Gene, and here he is proving himself to be little Gene." Now, luckily for this girl, unlike Allison Hannigan, like she's never present for any of this humiliation. Like we don't see a lot of her being humiliated in the TV show. Poor Allison Hannigan in. Uh, free free spirit, spirit was just constantly being humiliated by her brothers and her father. Um, I was really disappointed by this, by this ending for Jean or for Scott, but I guess it was coming. It was, all <clears throat> signs were pointing in that direction, right? We called it from day one. He still had his uh, rat tail. I missed the rat tail this episode. That's a I, I looked for it, especially okay. there's some point where he gets out of the chair and turns around and walks away. And so um, they stop writing the letter because uh, Scott realizes that his dad knows all of the bad things that he's done and he could write a better letter himself. So he gets all the, the presents he wants and he storms away. And I is, is that that can't be the credits. That yeah, can't be is. the credits. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, of course it is. This show is so weird. Whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. I just went guns a blazing because my first two points were like straight away. Well, we now get to talk about how Ray is being reduced to a misanthropic asshole. Maybe. I mean, he's not quite at the level of Frank, but, but he's pretty fucking close. I mean, they are compatriots in their uh misanthropy like yes. that. i almost said misandry no sadly that'd <laughs> sadly. be a better show that'd be <laughs> such a good show oh it's just barb talking about all these dudes <laughs> oh it'd be so good oh i imagine that's what mimi kennedy's memoir is like maybe uh, maybe maybe barb and uh sandy can get together and just shit on like maybe that's why sandy's in such a bad mood <laughs> but no it, it, ray's upset because we cut to the restaurant after mm. the, the credits and um, Stan and Joe come out to talk to Ray and Frank about how it's Christmas time, which is traditionally bonus time at Gennaro's, has been for 60 years or whatever, but not this year because Rudy DeRico, their, one of their delivery men, broke his ankle and so they gave Rudy their Frank and Ray's Christmas bonuses and then kicked in an additional something for a total of twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Now twenty five hundred dollars in nineteen ninety-three money is equivalent to fifty three hundred dollars approximately. That's a really good bonus for this ostensibly struggling restaurant. Yeah, that's a pretty good bonus, um, depending on how much the brothers kicked in. Um, I mean, so I can see why they'd be upset. $500 would be a huge bonus for yeah. Gennaro's, I feel like. So, yeah. yes. This... That's a, so I can see why they'd be upset. Um, yeah. But um, they just take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. They're... Ray resents this senseless act of charity to which Joe says, this guy's got 
five Ray, kids or something five kids and one of them has asthma and yeah. Ray's like get him a cheese log and an inhaler or no barb says that barb's on her way through to take out the garbage or something What's she's she taking the garbage now? out okay yeah because the men can't <clears throat> take out the garbage hey <laughs> but did you notice in this kitchen scene there were more like background actors than we've seen pretty much since sandy's party mm. No, there were several people working in the kitchen as waiters, busters, whatever. They don't get bonuses either. No, they don't get bonuses either. But we've never seen anybody other than no speaking role people in that in that area. That there was might have been shocking. one guy back there in one episode, and I think we commented on it. So you can listen back and find it, so you don't have to go watch Joe's life. What a great okay. idea! Thank you. But we return to our alley set. Oh, yes. Yes. Now they That we haven't to... seen since Leo's friend. Leo's friend episode, the, right? The, the I want to be friends you... with you still, Joe. Even though I don't want to man. Date your daughter. Yeah. yeah. Please talk to me in a bathroom in public. <laughs> okay. Who's disappeared from the show, even yeah. though he was Leo's best friend and they were working on a car, Leo's car. Leo's car Leo's in car. Joe's garage. The Leo's car subplot disappeared. Mm-hmm. Though we'll talk about where this show could have been headed. And I bet Leo's car would have been making a comeback. Oh, but anyway. Boy. So what does Barb see in the alley? Leo kissing some lady over by the dumpster. Romantic. Romantic. Ugh. Um to which Leo says, ah, it's my mom. And Barb says, aw, you're still so excited to see me. And then he introduces her to his lady friend, Kelly. Kelly. Um, who was who is the most likable character in this whole episode. Oh, possibly this whole show? My theory is that the reason Sandy has to be a bitch is because there has there's only one, room for one nice pretty girl. Okay. It's... Or Mary Paige Keller was upset that she didn't get drooled to make out with Leo <laughs> by any of the teenage boys. Um, that pin in that. So this is Kelly. She's dropping me off. Blah blah blah. Nice to meet you, girl. That Leo's told us nothing about. So then Barb calls out Joe, and here's where we get big joe and barb chemistry yes if you were watching this show and you had not seen the opening titles or the opening sequence you would think joe and barb were married yeah they've got really great chemistry they've got great chemistry together comedy timing yep is great it's great and and there's a couple more instances of that throughout this episode yes and it's very weird it's like Pin in that for my my theory about. But the she's not as fuckable as Mary Page Keller. I understand. Now. Well, I mean, come on now. Nineteen ninety three. Oh, Emily. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Oh, Emily. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I'm adorable. What you? are <laughs> not watching enough network TV, Emily. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not watching any network TV. That's not so, so Joe comes out and he, he has a funny line too. Uh, um, I forget what it is, but it's funny. It's, oh, he says, oh, she says, oh, this must be uncle Joe. He talks, he talks about all the time. And Joe says, oh, I talk about myself all the time too. What a coincidence. I thought that was funny. 
and he kind of mugs he kind yeah. of mugs a couple of times to, not to the camera necessarily but it's like ah i told a joke yeah i like that it's better than what he does the other times yeah so, yeah yeah this is actually a really good episode for joe mm-hmm. this is his biggest scene in the episode mm-hmm. right here because mm-hmm. that's not what the show was going to be in the back nine pin in that okay so this is where we start doing the Barb is going to squeeze Joe's arm to show her anger at the situation. Yes. And the situation is that Kelly is 21 years old, to which Barb starts squeezing Joe's hand. And just going, ow, 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 ow. They go inside, to which she grabs Stan's arm and starts squeezing it. And pulls him into the back room. Yeah. Which we don't see. Um. It for a second, because first then we have Ray not wanting to work because he's not getting a bonus. Joe asks him to do something, and Ray's like, oh, maybe if I had $2,500, I'd do it or something like that. No, he he he's asked to take something to the, to the back. I don't know. And he lifts up this big thing and then pretends he hurt himself. And he says, get a bag of ice, wrap it in $2,500. Make your wacky board. Yeah. That, that's the only thing that'll help me. Yeah. So he's he's being petty about this bonus. Yeah. Charming. But then Joe does it himself and he takes it in to interrupt Barb and Stan. Um, Another funny scene for Joe. Yeah. And then this is where Stan has, I guess, some of George DeCenzo's best, maybe his best line, mm-hmm. um, where... He he's like, hey, I talked to Leo about all that stuff you wanted me to talk to him about. It was a really good talk. I learned so much stuff. Yeah, essentially the birds and the bees talk, right? Mm-hmm. And his son is telling yeah, him everything. <laughs> I, I, I certainly hope there's a four book series about um, how media has encouraged men to uh, ignore any responsibility for telling their their sons not to be rapists. Um, but anyway, so moving on to pin in that. Uh, got the show. Okay. <laughs> so then um Joe they asked Joe. Somehow Joe's voices his opinion here. So so and, Mimi Kennedy is like, Joe, oh, talk some sense into Stan. Tell him that she's 21 years old. And he goes, She's 21. Tell him that our son is 17. She's 17. Tell him that there's a huge age difference. She's the babe or something like that. Yeah. Like it's eventually like... she's a babe, so yeah. I'm not telling him anything. Yeah. And then he's like, and don't ask him to choose between her and you because you're gonna lose. Yeah. Like she's that hot. You're gonna lose this fight. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Gross. First of gross. all, gross. On three to five levels. Yeah. Like Okay, so then we cut to the house where they're doing where we're doing the family picture subplot, which ends here, which could have been really, really funny Mm -hmm. at the end, like Mm -hmm. after the commercials during the credits, Mm -hmm. that could have been Mm -hmm. super funny, Mm -hmm. but whatever. No, instead we we get Sandy being a fucking bitch again, trying to get the whole family. I'm sorry I'm calling her a bitch. I know that that's bad, but I'm a woman. I'm going to do it. I could use another word, but I'm not going to use that one. Um, She's being really, really testy with her family. The picture, the camera keeps messing up or somebody moves or whatever. So we get one really funny snapshot where it's like you see the 
happy holidays from the Gennaro's. And then Joe's face is right up in the camera because he's trying to reset the timer. And then there's another one where Barb walks in and Barb's like, hey, what's going on? And she looks right at the camera and it's she's got a big smile on her face. And the whole family is like devastated that she interrupted their their picture. There's also a picture of Joe's butt, which I will be getting yes. framed for Emily. <laughs> yes, there's a picture of Joe's butt. That's right. Thank I forgot you. about that one. Um, and so when Sandy comes in or when Barb comes in, then that party's over. They're never going to have Christmas cards. Sandy storms away. I'll just get one of those. Doing here, Barb. Oh, yeah. And Barb's like, You said to show up 12 ish. It's not 12 ish for at least another 20 minutes. She is so mean to Barb. So mean to Barb. Would you be mean to Barb? Jesus there Christ. is a plot point in this about how you don't be mean to Barb. Yeah. Like, well, she hasn't learned that yet. She will, but she hasn't learned that yet. Okay. Pinning it. I think I know what happens in the back nine. Um, and it, we're going to take care of Sandy. Uh, okay. So yeah, my notes for this are Sandy next line is mean. Um, okay. They've run out of film too. They took three to four pictures and they're now out of film because it's a sitcom. Yeah. Um, but they're going, they're having their regular brunch. And Joe's like, where's Stan? And Barb's like, he's at the 7-Eleven picking up those sticky buns that you say I bake so well or something along those lines. Okay. So then Leo, ding dong, Leo runs in and says, hey, is it okay if my girlfriend comes to brunch? And they're like, okay. And he's like, good, because she's waiting outside. Mm -hmm. Imagine like having your date just wait outside in the cold, presumably. It's New Jersey. Imagine having your date be introduced to your cousin and then everybody talking about how he wants to, um, I'm sorry, what is it? Will himself through puberty so his balls have dropped so he can get busy with you, 21-year-old woman. Okay. and That was a funny line. It was was funny, but it's- But in the context, it was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in she comes and- Gets introduced to everybody. Everybody's polite to her because Barb's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, Barb gets mean. I mean, she's always a little bit mean. She Jesus. gets Yeah. Um, that's why I was really hoping for a nice scene with them at the end. And then I was going to be like, holy shit, this show. But there's still some holy shit moments. But then yeah. it ends on a very big, oh, shit. Just, oh, shit moment. But anyway, we'll get to it, folks. We'll yeah. get to it. Um but Polly is panting. And so No, believe, Amy, no. he Amy he, his calls voice, him. his voice oh, is that's right. he's right. like, how are you so nice to me? And Amy interjects, like, I think he meant, and then she makes the dog face with her hands and goes, <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh those God. kids do that because we've met their parents. I mean, you could say, hey, stop, stop that. If you're a 15, 16 year old girl, you could be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's yeah. a grown ass woman. What are you doing? <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. If this were free spirit, if this were free spirit, he would have tricked Winnie into get dropping his balls. And that would be the plot. Okay. And Allison and then, Hannigan would have put up a fight. She would have been like, then, stop acting like a pig. Right. And then they would have killed 
they would have had to kill the girl and put her in a well yeah. by the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. And and dad be like, I wonder why my wife left me. Yeah. And then there's like a mysterious log shot of the other grave in the backyard. Okay. <laughs> so yes, Barb comes in and goes, oh, hi, girl from the alley. It's so nice to meet you. First of all, rude. Second of all, she's like, then she's like, Oh, it's no trouble at all. We will just all eat less food. And it's like, fucking bitch, stop it. Stop being like, it's understandable to be upset about this. Not understandable to be rude. So she drags Leo into the kitchen to have a little chat. Yeah. And she says, Leo, she's 21. What the hell does she want with you? Um, What could she want? This is the thing. What does she want? He's 17. This isn't like... He's he's not independently wealthy. No. The family isn't wealthy. It's also like, 1993, so they are not making the beast with two backs. Yeah. It is not like Leo's got an 11-inch tongue and no thing that Gene Simmons had cut off. Um, On his tongue, everyone, don't be weird. Um, um, though, but, actually, Gene Simmons would have had the other thing cut off, too. But there, snapped. yeah, there is um, some allusion to that. Sorry, by the way, piece of shit. Uh, there is some yeah. allusion to that, though. It's, you know, like, 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 what are they? There what are they like, so Stan had had the talk, the bees and the yeah. birds, the birds and the bees talk. And there's another scene where they're talking about it and, and. It's like what? What are they doing? What are, they you know? don't have any energy though. Like, like it's a very weird. We'll get to it. Yeah. But, um, she's like, and so Leo says, "Well, maybe she likes me, Mom." To which the honest response is, "You're Danny Masterson. She doesn't like you." But no, Barb says, "Oh, honey, you're a boy, and she's a woman." And he's like, "You're the one who only sees me as a boy." And Joe comes in and says, hey, we got to get this started because Paulie is willing himself through puberty out there. Try to imagine what the scene that we're not watching is, right? Scotty Jean is doing something annoying, like rubbing his rat tail on his face like it's a mustache. And Paulie is like looking down her shirt or something like standing over her staring down her shirt or something like it's or like he really he gets weird. he gets like on some cast something on casters and rolls himself underneath his her legs so he can like like drop dead fred right just like rolls himself underneath to look up her skirt also i don't know what episode number we're on between seasons but is this your first drop dead fred reference yeah okay. it might be yeah all right. All right, cool Hey, you gotta save it for the good ones. Okay. <laughs> so this was not a thing, but they all knew where they were gonna sit. I was like, where are they mm-hmm. all gonna sit? They all knew where they were gonna sit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Phone rings. Leo answers it for some reason. Yeah, which was weird. It's not your house. What are you it's doing? Not your house. This was this is not how people acted, young people in the 90s or the 80s. But if you think about it, if any of the adults answered it. It wouldn't be as poignant when you discover who's on the other line. Um, and if any of the kids answered it, I guess if, if like, Amy had answered it, she'd be like, I think that would have been funnier. Well, yeah. And it's also unclear. Okay. So it's the phone is for Kelly. Kelly, which means she's like Sterling Hayden in The Godfather. She has to tell people where she goes. Um, and she does because her babysitter is called in. Yeah. I was a babysitter, so I know that when you, when 
the parents leave, they leave the phone number of where they're going to be at. So you can get a hold of them in case of an emergency. So it reads. Amy says, oh man, which I believe is Amy's last line in the episode. No. And the show. No. No. She has one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so then Barb squeezes both Sandy and Joe's arms. This is where Sandy gets her comeuppance, where she learns not to fuck with, with Barb. And we cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. And we come back to Kelly on the phone with her babysitter. You promised to watch him. You can't just flake out because of that. you have a date. Thanks a lot, mom. So we've got a little bit of single mom shaming going mm-hmm. on. Very subtle, you know. It's a recurring theme on our program, going back to Freaks and Geeks. Um, but then it turns out Leo doesn't know this information. And they they have a confrontation in front of the family. Yes. Which is weird. And then Barb squeezes Joe some more. And Leo follows her out into the living room. And she's like, and Kelly's like, we're just having so much fun. There's not a good time to tell you I have a baby and a husband. And Leo's like, husband? And this gets to my third point. He's shocked. And he's like, husband, what else aren't you telling me? Next thing you'll tell me that I'm dating a pretty guy named Bob. And I was like, ooh, ooh. I mean, not as bad as it could be. True. True. I was a little... I, 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 yeah, I was like, am I going to mark that or are we just going to, I was just like, eh. after all the single mom shaming, yeah. like back to back, I was just like, Ugh, oh, God, of course they're going to do that. And also that's, you know, no doubt something Danny Masterson ad-libbed. Um, okay. So then she's like, you wouldn't understand. I knew you wouldn't understand. And he's like, you needed, you needed to give me a chance to understand. Yeah. And he's she's like acting very mature. He's mm-hmm. upset, but he's acting very mature, he's, unlike his grown ass mother. Unlike his grown ass mother. Um, but now they're separated. So basically, and we're we'll get into the young parenting thing, but it's so she's 21. We're gonna meet the baby. The baby's about one. Yeah, probably the baby's less. not you're right. The baby's not older than one. Yeah. So that means she had the baby when she was 20, which Roughly. means she got pregnant at 19 or 20. Right. Which is probably about when. Probably Sandy about when Sandy got pregnant. Probably got about pregnant. when Barb got pregnant. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it tracks. It, I don't think it's unusual for no. a 20 year old in 1993 Three to be pregnant. In a small town. In a small New town. New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. It also what also doesn't track is that Leo has no knowledge of this girl because like we have not gotten any real impression of the kids' school life, even though we've seen the little kids' school. We never saw the high school, did we? No. Um, so but but he's 17, she's 21. She would have been out of high school she would have been before out of high he school, started. But he potentially could have known of her. Yeah. So it depends on how small the town is, I guess. Right. So we don't know where they are. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, But first, she's going to just say goodbye and she's going to leave. And Barb's ready to break out the champagne. And then the parents are like, all right, you guys need to go upstairs. 
And Scotty Jean's like, but I want to finish my food. And Polly, in a very funny line, is like, dude, yeah. as soon as the phone rang, I started shoveling the sausage yeah. in my mouth. Yeah. Polly is the only one on this show that I would have thought should have kept going on sitcoms. Like, he just needed... I mean, his future. A good right. He just needed yeah. a good writer. He had yeah. a good. He had really good timing. And it's, and it and it's a funny line for a lot of reasons, but mostly because it's like foreshad. Like obviously, in the sitcom trope, this phone call means something is going to happen. Like this is pushing the story forward in a way right. <laughs> that well, I am not going to be sitting at this dining room table for very long. I don't get to be in the scene much longer, Scotty yeah. Jean. You got to pay attention. Okay, so now Barb is happy. And Sandy and Joe are kind of like, oh, this is kind of shitty that you're just so happy about this. And she's like, look, Leo doesn't have time to be a daddy. Leo's, it would cut into his hair maintenance time, yeah. which is not untrue. Okay. Like that is not, that is a very true statement that is acknowledging the fact that Danny Masterson probably spent an hour in the chair for that hair. It is it is uh well established in legal documents that he does not like his hair being touched um because he he likes his hair a lot. So it tracks the actor and the character have this in common. Barf. Okay. Yes. All right. So then Leo's going to go Leo wants Stan's keys when Stan gets there cuz he's going to go after her. Right. He now he's trying to prove himself because his mom's been giving him so much shit. Now he's trying to prove himself that no, I am a man. I can do this. I'm going to go after her. Yes. We're going to work this out. And Stan is bewildered um but lets him have the keys <clears throat> and then has this really dumb sitcom line of like mm. this is why you should have gone and gotten the sticky buns. And I was like this isn't a thing. This is not did we have a scene where you were buying the sticky buns and it was a whole production? And nope, this was just a dumb sitcom line. Yep. Okay. And he never, this is the point where I realized he never gets to see this girl. Dumb. After <laughs> Joe's talking her up. He never gets to see her. <laughs> sorry. Gross. Yeah. gross. Very gross. Speaking of gross, let's cut to Gennaro's where... Stan answers the ringy phone. Merry Christmas. Hello. Hello. They've had five calls with nobody there. Um, to which Frank says, what, does it an old guy choking on a piece of fat? Because that'd be my wife. And hey. gotta have one last one in there, right? Ooh, Frank the pig. Oh. Okay. But then Joe answers the phone when Stan is talking to Frank about this. And it's Leo. Yeah, But Leo doesn't want to talk to Stan. Leo wants to talk to Joe. And in really fast amount of time, Leo apparently conveys to Joe that he is babysitting and he would like to babysit at Joe's house so there are parents around to help him with the baby if he needs help. Yeah, easy enough. He doesn't easy want to... Enough. Oh, oh, this is... Uh, George Desenzo's got a funny line. Mm. Um where he says, oh, well, that makes sense. He wouldn't want to go to our house because Barb would be no help because she's got her head in the oven. What up, 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 up. Tell him he can't handle it. Tell him he's killing his mother. Tell him he doesn't have the brains God gave a jackass. To which we then cut to Joe's house. The scene is over. I was like, 
Yeah. This is not the end of the scene, but okay. It's better that there's an end of the scene because. And we cut to baby in a little baby carrier Mm -hmm. on a table, Leo on one side, Amy on the Mm -hmm. other. She's coochie, coochie, cooing Mm -hmm. the baby. And she says, oh, he's so cute. I can barely stand it. I want a baby right now. Joe comes down the stairs. And says, get your ass upstairs. Doesn't say ass. Get upstairs and don't come down until I'm dead. Yep. Cool. Grandpa Joe, what are you talking about? You think he wants to give his possession away to some... No. What are you talking about? Come on now. (sighs) Okay. So then Leo's talking about it, how he's getting the hang of it. So then Joe and Leo talk. Joe says, babies, grow up. Are you ready for that? Mm -hmm. Are you going to marry her? You're only 17. And this is where I'm like, how the fuck old was Sandy? Um, So let's see. But she's a woman. That's different. More valuable, the younger they are. (laughs) Mary Paige Keller was born in 61, which means she was... 32. 32 on this show. And Amy is, we've established, 14 or 15. 15, I think. So she was 22. No, she was 17. 32 minus 15 is 17. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know how old the character is, but yes. Uh, Creepy. Hold on. How old is Peter Ranarati again? He's much older. He's mm, seven years older than her, eight years older than her. So, yeah, he was like 25 dating a 17-year-old. Yeah. Which actually completely tracks for these characters. Yep. Okay. So then Leo's like, look, man, if I wanted a lecture, I'd just be home. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe backs like, off. Okay. Joe backs off, but he is like, hey, it's not just some girl, man. It's a family. Yeah. And Leo's like, well, good, because I'm in love with her. Well, but the, what they also don't mention is the the husband. Right. Like, that you're co-parenting. Gone. Your parents, you're going to be co- That, to me having known lots of young men would be the killer. It would be like, uh, I don't want that drama in my life. But also you have to remember this is 1993 and co-parenting wasn't a term until 2012. Yeah. yeah. So there was no co-parenting. Okay. So then there's a slightly funny line about how Leo's going to take the baby in to feed him and they're going to watch Geraldo and they can both suck. I mean, Geraldo does suck. Um, Though he sucked, we didn't even know how much. Yeah, we had no idea. We had no (laughs) idea how low it could go. Yeah. Okay. So then Joe goes into the laundry room where Barb is hiding out, and she is. Go ahead. Sorry. No, they they do the bottle thing. They put the bottle in the microwave, heat it up because they're feeding the baby, right? Yeah, and then he leaves with it though. So, but I I I was excited about that because um, Joe. So he's supposed to be helping, and he does by testing the the temperature on his arm. But he doesn't say, oh, you have to test the temperature to make sure. He doesn't say, this is why I'm doing this, to make sure it doesn't scald the baby. So I was a little disappointed in that. But um, You were disappointed in Joe's abilities to um, properly, positively reinforce the education of a person? No, I was disappointed that he didn't say, this is what I'm doing. He just did it. Right. But he didn't say. Of course not. Why would he say that? Because that's not an education. If you're just, you're modeling the behavior, but you're not. What show were you watching? (sighs) 
Fair enough. So yes, Joe goes into the laundry room for some unknown reason and, and, and Barb is is there. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my God, he thinks he loves her. And he's like, you need to go talk to him. And she's like, not while he's nursing. And then she realizes how absurd that sounds. But then they go into the kitchen and she talks about how she's seen how this ends. It ends with in like underwear passed out on a motel room floor with a beer bottle in one hand and something in the other. Yeah. And Joe's like, Leo's not old enough to drink. And I'm like, he's old enough to fuck a baby. He's probably old enough to find some booze. But then Barb's like, I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about me. Which was, yeah. So then they're like, let's go talk to him. But ding dong. Ding dong as they Kelly get, shows up at the door. Yes. With Joe and Barb watching from the kitchen. Yeah. And Leo baby talks the baby and asks for a kiss from mom and he gets a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Can we try that again? And Kelly says, We need to talk. And the shit hits the fan. And he realizes it. So everything yes. that he says, the next like three lines that he has are all things that would be going through anybody's mind. Oh no. Oh no, not a soft touch on the cheek. Mm-hmm. I'm really done for. Like he's he's narrating this experience mm-hmm. for us. So then she explains that or she's like something about Oh, she's like, we're not ready for a serious relationship. And Leo's like, that's okay, I'm a total flake. I'm not yeah. gonna be serious. And she's like, look, I got married too soon, which I'm like, I mean, you don't seem to have gotten married because you were pregnant, though, because, but okay. Yeah. And you got married when you were 20 and then had a baby? Okay. I mean, we didn't tell young women that in 1993. We t- no, we didn't. We hadn't even gotten to the point where we told them to go to college to meet their husband, for goodness sake. Like, <laughs> what were you doing if you weren't married six months after high school? Yeah. Okay. Um, She's like, I missed a lot of stuff in life. And being with you was a way for me to relive that. And I know that if we get together seriously, you're going to miss out on what I missed out on. Yeah. And kind of a sweet sentiment, sweet sentiment. But then she follows it up with, if it were three years ago, it'd be perfect. Three years ago, when she would have been 18. Yeah. So we are getting into this like, She's not like a young mom, like, but anyway, to which Leo goes, I was 14. So and he had a crush on some cartoon character. I don't remember. Betty Rubble. Betty Rubble. That's right. So then uh, he gets another cheek kiss. He gets a goodbye. He says goodbye to the baby, which is ostensibly sweet, but is actually just why the baby doesn't give a shit. It's a yeah. baby. Like, come on, man. Like, if you say goodbye to a puppy, at least the puppy's going to give you a kiss. Like, it's some baby. So. it's It adds to the sweetness, though. It does add to the sweetness. It adds to Leo being sad and sweet because he thought he was going to be teen dad um, with a hot DTF. He's going to be Joe, just with yeah. a little bit of age difference, uh, reversal, but not quite as extreme. Okay, so then he sits down on the couch, and he's sad, and he's like, come in, Mom. She's like, could you hear my teeth grinding? And he's like, you were right. I'm an idiot. And she goes, words, 
a mother longs to hear. Yeah. And then, um, is he okay? And um, she says, I guess. And he's like, she's like, I guess that's close enough. And then are you still mad at me? And, and he's he says, like, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. I might have said a few things I shouldn't have, but you have to realize I'm still going to be your mommy when I'm 70. Yeah. When you're 70. Yeah. You might have to remind me who you are, but I'll still be your mommy. Yeah. Um, and then she says, well, you'll get over it because I'm way too adorable to stay mad at, which is... What he had said to the, the oh, girlfriend. Yeah. And then he's going to go wait in the car. So Joe gives him a reassuring pat. Um, and Barb says it's better to have been loved and lost. It's better to have loved and lost than for me to have been called grandma. Mm-hmm. And then Joe makes a joke about how she can just see her in a rocking chair with a cat. To which she comes over and he pinches and she pinches him again to remind him he is not to make jokes like that about her. And he pinches himself. Oh, he pinches himself. That's yeah. Right. She walks up to do it and he does it to himself and yeah. pretends that it's painful. Yes. But then he puts his hand on a hot pan. Yes. Then he puts his hand on a hot pan. This show yeah. would be so much better if it were just the parents <laughs> hurting themselves. <laughs> Your stupidity. Okay. I'm sorry. What did you think Amy was going to talk again? Because She did. The Goo Goo Gaga baby talk. Okay. She's, she's talking. In room for, Amy's still in her room. Okay. Um, then that's it. And we cut to the end credit scene, which is the guy who heard himself coming in. Um, to thank them about, for their generosity. Yeah. He's like, it really helped me while I was waiting for the $100,000 settlement to come through. I'm off to Vegas. Yeah. And Ray and Frank are Are pissed. Pissed. And Frank goes, do you want to give anything else away? Maybe to somebody who really needs it, like Donald Trump. Mm. And I'm like, fuck the show. Was was Donald Trump the last words on this series? he, He very much was. Because it then didn't even wait for a laugh. It cut to Bob Myers Productions. So yes, that is what this show was. Okay, so my theory is this episode was setting up Leo to be more of a protagonist. Mm. Because we didn't have the kids in it so much. And it was a full plot for Leo, not one where he was ancillary to one of the other kids' plots. Yeah. So my thought was they were like, okay, we're going to try to save it by making it about Leo. And in that case, you could have killed off Stan and Barb. Sandy. No. Sandy. Oh. And then you have Barb and Joe cohabitating, raising the kids without any, I mean, they can't fuck because right. Peter Honorati's, you know, too hot. But that butt, you saw that butt. Just right there in your mind. I could see you just visualizing. Those, I looked into a pair of dockers with a. Those puffy cheeks in those dockers. Oh, yeah. <sighs> just wait for your Christmas card. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's my theory is that they were going to try to center the back half around Leo. And that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, and And so it's obvious that they didn't know it was getting renewed no. or it wasn't written. That it was as like canceled. a a bye bye, yeah, yeah, it got canceled, and I can see why. Yeah. Do they? I don't think they have viewership. 
no, on on here. I don't. I I'm too lazy to. I, I don't care. We're done. If we fucking we did it. Somebody who worked at some sort of library that would have a extensive broadcast history, mm-hmm. and that I know. person could Wouldn't go and be get great? all that information. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be like we could have our own personal researcher. Oh, that would be amazing. It'd be wow. great, but we don't. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, we are done. That is yeah. it for Joe's life. That's it for Joe's life. I think it went off. This last episode was okay. I mean, there was a lot of bo- bad stuff, a lot of problematic stuff, but the storyline was okay. It's I'm Danny sad Masterson's... to say that Danny Masterson was good. Yes, it's his best acting I've ever seen from him. Um, like far and away. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, a little dull. Yeah. The Christmas episode thing was a throwaway. It was nothing. It was just for that stupid subplot. Yeah. We had nothing about the bonus. Nothing else we, came in. Sandy was only a bitch about for half oh, of the episode because she wasn't in the other in half. The other half. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Also, her Christmas card. That was the thing. Oh yeah. The kids disappeared ingloriously. We don't know what happened to Scotty Jean's Christmas letter. We don't know what happened we, to Paul, and he's probably up beating off. Oh my god! The whole episode, oh the god. rest of the episode, he's just upstairs, she, like <laughs> she comes back in and she's like, "Hey, this is really weird. I had a bag of my laundry in the car, and all of my <laughs> underwear's gone." And we just see <laughs> Paul running around. Um, okay, so anyway, yeah, don't watch Joe's life. Um, what are we gonna watch next time? We season eight going, of onesies. What are we gonna watch? Season eight of onesies is. In t- going to be the show. Let me get the title right. I, I'm wondering if you've heard of it. We are going to be watching the, of course, ABC, because I wasn't oh. going to break the rules. <laughs> 17 episode series. Oh, yeah. Going to extremes. Oh. 1992 to 93 from the creators of Northern Exposure. Nice. Yep. Starring right. Erica Alexander. June Chadwick, Ray Dotrice, Camillo, I better figure out how to spell their name by the time we record, Joanna Going, Charles Keating, Andy Lauer, Carl Lumley, and Robert Duncan McNeil. I am going to recognize these people when I see them, Daniel Jenkins. Yes. So this is probably a good show. So All right. Well, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So, Charles Keating sounds familiar. Uh, she doesn't wasn't he look... a president who got impeached? Um, all right. Well, that'll be exciting. I'm excited to, to start watching it. It better be good. Hey, you know what? I guarantee <laughs> it's as good as Joe's life. All right. I'll yeah. take it. Because yeah. we'd know of it if it weren't. Yeah. Because they'd be like, hey, those guys who made Northern Exposure made like some show about how cool it is to insert horrific idea here. But well, I'm a big fan of Northern Exposure. So I was so excited. I'm excited for this. I wish. And none of the people in that castless name is recognizably synonymous with a MAGA person in 20. None of those cast members you named are recognizable. So. To me. Okay, I'm sorry. Is Janine <laughs> Turner recognizable for anything but being a MAGA? She was on one of the commercials of Joe's Life. I know. And I Chevy skipped commercial. through it because I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Lady. I know. She's terrible. Like, <laughs> like you garbage. Human. She, 
she um she came up to alaska uh for a while um to promote some shitty politician up there was it, it was like Palin? no it was yeah. some local politician guy anyway uh Perfect. well that'll be exciting i can't wait to check out uh going to extremes uh an abc drama not also a comedy from the early 90s also from the early 90s i, I think and we gotta get going but i think the reason that we're finding all these abc ones is is because nbc shows made it more than one season mm-hmm. and nobody preserved cbs shows either once they made it more than a season or not yeah they were unpreserved so yeah. People were gluttons for punishment and converted their VHS recordings of ABC shows. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to us, folks, while we watch Joe's Life. Uh, Andrew, thank you for watching Joe's Life. Emily, thank you for choosing Joe's Life. You're welcome. And Mm -hmm. I will see you in television land. I'll see you in television land, Emily.